0: Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com/essential. That's e p slash o r.com/essential. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello, and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Heather Ingram. Heather is an author, consultant, trainer, illustrator, and yoga instructor. She has worked with a variety of clients across multiple sectors, helping organizations and people create flow, improve efficiency, be happier, and more creative. The part of Boost Heather will address is optimize relationships, starting with self, honoring your flow. Happy people who have a lot of flow attract other energetic people and clients. They honor their boundaries and flow and create virtuous cycles. So let's listen in. Hey, Heather, welcome to the Boost Podcast. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. I am excited too. It's so funny. Um, I feel like the last time when we last met, we were a square in a Zoom meeting. And now, although our audience is not going to see our squares because we look rather grungy right now, (laughs) it's great to see you in person again. And I'm just so excited for you because I know when we last spoke on phone, you were in the process of pulling together the final pieces of your book. And so... Drum roll, please.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think by the time they hear this, it'll be out and ready to pick up on Amazon and it's called Applied Flow. Is it okay that I pitch it right now?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So now, okay, so let's talk for folks that have never heard of this Heather Ingram person who are, (laughs) what do you do and what possessed you to become an author? And are you a first time author? I know there's a ton of questions there.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I've been writing for a really long time. Um, I've written thought leadership for other people for years. Um, you know, and, uh, I'm an MBA. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a coach. I'm a lot of different things, which I think, you know, people call polymaths or I think multi or there's all sorts of terms. <laughs> weirdo is also a good one. That's pretty accurate. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's weirdo, just tell people weirdo and I'm cool with that um so yeah i've written this book it's it's basically like um you know i was in consulting for many years and experience this is now it's funny when i started writing this and researching this like two and a half years ago burnout wasn't such a big thing and now i feel like everybody understands burnout especially in the time of corona yeah and how burnout happens so um i experienced that big shocker coming from uh consultancy um, and realized that, you know, what happens, uh, is, is basically, you know, there's these things that happen that block your flow. And so I just dug into the research and it was right there in the original research. So oh. that's been, that's been how I got here is trying to figure out a really practical hands-on tool, um, mm-hmm. with, with. You know, information. Some of this information is is the standard stuff you get from a standard MBA, you know, curriculum, Mm -hmm. and some of it is from this two thousand year old crazy tradition called yoga. I'm making little air quotes for people who can't, (laughs) Um, which is you know this trendy
0: yoga thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, So the information's
0: out there. You just have to practice it, and it's pretty simple. Wow. So the name of the book is Applied Flow. Is the sub title stop burnout be awesome or is that just something else that you added in there
1: that's the subtitle yeah talk I, I thought us that was... about
0: it to talk share more I wonder like for those of you like give us a sneak peek into applied flow yeah I mean it's kind of
1: um you know the the simplest idea is you know you take mindfulness mm-hmm. and um you know I didn't make the connection between mindfulness and emotional intelligence that was uh the folks at Google, um, bunch of engineer and nerds, they need things really practical. And, um, so you, you connect, you know, it's the practice of emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's this, the, the, the flow is basically these nine characteristics pretty much from their research. Mm -hmm. So when you don't, when you practice mindfulness and you don't feel good, either you're anxious or you're stressed or you're bored or lethargic or, um, other examples for burnout is maybe you're acting like a jerk and you're a little snippy and you have mm-hmm. short temper. You might even be like, just, just not feeling good. And you might think, oh, that's just normal stress. You know mm-hmm. what? You know, after like maybe one day, you know, maybe you have your cramps. Right. Uh, is that terrible to say as a woman? It happens. <laughs> um, but you know, or like you hurt your foot or you, you know, I'm in my forties. So you sneezed and you threw out your back. It <laughs> really <laughs> happens you know, so you're in a bad mood for something, but right. after like a couple of days, like there are ways to get your energy back. Mm. Um, and, and, or maybe, you know, straight up, you're in a bad environment. Maybe you're with kind of bullying, toxic environments. Mm. It's, it starts out subtly, um, you know, a pull in, you know, straight up, uh, there's a correlation between burnout and bias. And so, you know, we're wow. talking about microaggressions, um, it starts out little, and then all of a sudden you're in a full-on hostile work environment, and you're like, how did that happen? And so with mindfulness, you can be like, the first sniff of somebody being kind of a jerk, you're mm-hmm. like, you can just take a deep breath, don't get mad, just be like, are you having a bad day, or you know, is there something else that you want to communicate? And it's owning owning your emotions so that you're not reactive and you're not just like a meek little dog. You don't just take it, but you're like, you know what? When you ignored me in that meeting. I wasn't sure if you didn't know of my contribution or if, you know, there was a reason for that. And when you, the thing you find and the thing that's kind of has come up in my research since then is when you ask people those direct questions, sometimes they're legit, not aware of it. Um, And a lot of times, but you know, people who have been described as bullies, they they back down when you sort of hold it up to them and you ask them about it. And, you know, you take back your power, you actually empower them to be even more responsible. And it's this really nice win-win. Wow.
0: Now you alluded to like nine characteristics. What's, what's that all about?
1: I, I like how direct you're like, this is for business people. Just give them, then we need to buy the book now. That's fine. Totally no, fine. give me your top two. <laughs> no, no. I have them like, mem- I, let's see if I can do them all. I, I switched the order around, but they, um, one is clarity Two, you know, these all make sense by the way, you know, okay. clarity, knowing what you're going to do, Um, so these are all the things that help you feel like in a sense of flow. So you're looking really sporty now. So I'm imagining you playing your sport and you're like, I'm in the flow. When you have clarity, you know what you're doing, you know, your purpose, you're getting instantaneous feedback. You're like, that didn't work. I'm gonna try this here, juke here. You have a sense of control. You don't actually have control, but you feel in control Mm -hmm. because your, your active brain is slowing down and you're like, kind of just like in the groove right um you don't have any distractions you're perfectly matched with your skills like you're uh, going against like a really good opponent or a really good challenge so there's match quality mm-hmm. um you lose a, your ego your ego goes away which is always really good yeah. you lose a sense of time um you have a sense of focus i'm not sure i said no distractions Oh, um, okay. Yeah. You like, there's no, you don't, you don't see distractions okay. and you also, and, or you don't have them. You can set up your environment to reduce them. Okay. So that's why sports are so good because it's actually an environment that's really created to get that flow sense. Um, and then you feel a sense of, of love. And actually the energetic sort of flow mm-hmm. um, I, I think at its core is love. And so, you know, it's, that was cool for me because I used to play some sports, uh, and whenever, whenever it was about me, I never really kind of get, could get into the groove. But when I, like, when I knew it was like for my teammates, or when I saw my teammate digging deep, it was like I could go next level. And so, you know, it's just when all those things are in place, and and you know that, and you have now the vocabulary to ask for it. So, for example, you know, one thing is when bosses get really stressed, they stop communicating. Yeah. Um, but if you're working for somebody, and they say, blow you off for a couple meetings mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're like in the dark, you don't have feedback. You don't have clarity. You, it, there's a lot of things that might be missing. So you can, it gives you, it empowers the people who are working with people to sort of say, Hey, you know, it's okay that this is happening, but when you do this, I need these things. Otherwise, you know, it, it stress, it causes a ripple effect. So it's just language.
0: Wow. So it sounds like the type of book. So it's not only kind of like a self-help book, but it's also a book that'll help us to assess and understand the people around us perhaps potentially. I, I
1: hope so. I mean, it's helped me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I think it's good for, it's good for work. I think it's
1: good for, um, even my family relationships. I talk a little bit about family. It's really embarrassing. Um, you're going to read the book and you're, if you, you know, I'll, I'm sending you a copy. Um, But you might be like, why is this person telling me what to do? She's like, she did that to her mom.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) But no, those are some of the best life lessons, right? When you've gone through it, you've experienced it yourself. You come out on the other side and it's like, okay, and this is what I learned from that, right?
1: I, I hope so. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a lesson for everybody, please. Like I, I always do everything the hard way. You know, if it's like, if you have to get to A to B, I will go Z, Y, X, you know, all the way around and then be like, oh, that, that didn't work. (laughs) Go the other way.
0: Now, one thing that you mentioned and you said it kind of, um, in passing, but I want to dig in a little deeper. You said that there's connectivity between burnout and bias, right? Yeah. And so I would love to learn a bit more, like what what you meant by that. And so so what is yeah? Just dig in there a little bit more for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, bullying and bias. You know, what I tell people if flow is often referred to being in peak state, mm-hmm. um, and and maximally human. You know, burnout happens when we dehumanize people, when we treat them like cogs, when we expect them to you know be automatons which is kind of what we used to expect in the classic industrial model. Like if you go all the way back to like Adam Smith, when he's like looking at, at, um, you know, old factory models, like 200 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is that right? My (laughs) math. And, uh, you know, old school economics. uh, That's what, you know, we expected people to like be making pens, you know, and they would get into the flow, but they weren't thinking. They were acting like machines. But now that we have machines, Mm -hmm. um, people, and now that we have more wealth, more relative wealth people's uh, are rising in terms of their need that their, their basic needs are now being met so now they want to use their brains
0: mm. um but
1: but the and and by the way the research has been saying this for probably 50 years right um and so some people are allowed to use their brains and that's you know and we know that that's where everything is going you need to be creative and think creatively and mm. still we have a lot of people um, you know, keeping people acting in these sort of subordinate roles. Mm. And so there's a lot of companies that are moving to flatter, non-hierarchical organizations, but not all companies are built on that model. And so, you know, there, there's a correlation between, and I'll tell you why I think there's correlationships between burnout and bias, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and match quality, like um, lower status people. And again, I'm using rabbit ears. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a woman. So oftentimes I'm just assumed to be lower status, mm-hmm. assumed to be a secretary, assume, you know, assumed to be less qualified, um, right. you know, and people of color, you know, if you look in the medical industry, and I talk about this a little bit, um, be- one of the good things about it being so documented is that you see who gets the lowest, low status scut work. I only know what scut work is because I watch Grey's Anatomy a lot, but it's bad. It's not good. It's like the paperwork. Although now they all have iPads, so I don't even know what they're complaining about. Anyway, but like the people who get the scut work are, you know, the women,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, people of color, mm-hmm. um, people, I guess, who are uncool, you know, low status people. Right. And, and um, you know, we don't manage that. And, um, and you know, and if you get stuck in lower status work and you're a high status person, you're going to get bored. Yeah. Um, you're going to get resentful, you mm-hmm. know, um, you're not going to get promoted. You're not going to have visibility. Right. All
0: that. Wow. Okay. So then from that, so with, if I am perhaps that person, yeah, how will this book potentially help me, will it help me to get unstuck? From I I hope so. I mean, I hope I hope
1: it does. Want, for, first, I hope it, it lets people know. Okay, whew, I'm not crazy. Mm. Like I, you know, I'm not I'm not some sour grapes resentful person. Because bullies will tell you you just haven't played your dues. Mm. Um, people with a you know, there's a there's a lot that goes into it. And so, what I hope is it first gives people an awareness that they might not be they might be crazy, they might be delusional, mm. or they might just be in an environment that's putting them down. So to to help them get stuck, it gives them tools to maybe practice a little bit of awareness, okay. and then also, you know, if you're in one of those environments, you know, you, you like you wouldn't plant, you you don't plant in the winter, and you don't plant, you know, in unfertile soil. Right. So that's not a place to grow your career. So it it gives people permission to, and this is really hard for overachiever nerds and. Right. I, I won't ruin it, but like it's the certain personality type who I'm writing to. It's like really qualified, awesome, hardworking people, mm-hmm. but they grind out because they tried to plant their seeds in um, a hostile work environment or a biased work environment. Mm-hmm. And it gives people the ability, you know, try a few of these things. If you ask for feedback and clarity, all these reasonable things and you get pushed back mm-hmm. um, and you speak it in a, in a reasonable manner, then you might be dealing with a unconscious, you know, culture that's not going to help you grow. In which case it gives it what would be what, and really what I wanted to tell myself was, you know, permission to like take my foot off the gas and I'm an overachiever. And so, you know, I, I stopped giving 110% and I felt terrible, so guilty. I can't mm-hmm. even tell you. And And I was working for people who were like bullying me and I still felt terrible that I wasn't, you know, and, and I was totally ground out, but, you know, I, I checked out and I, you know, I study people checking out and I was like, I don't want to be one of those people who check out, but you know, basic game theory is if you're working with a taker, if you're working with a non-cooperator jerk, mm-hmm. you know, you have to stop. You right. you can't give, you need to take care of yourself. Right. So long answer. Wow. So So it sounds
0: like it's a toolkit of sorts as well then. I I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to dig into it and I know it will be, well, by the time this podcast comes out, it will already be out. But Heather, what is what's the best way for someone who's in the, who's listening in, and they're like, "Hey, I need that book," like, and/or I just want to connect to Heather because she sounds like a fun gal to be <laughs> to add to my life. What's the best way for folks to reconnect with you? Well, if if they want fun,
1: they can check out my Instagram um, <laughs> at m a t a g i dot me. It stands okay. for Madagi. Um, dot me, which is also my website. Uh, if they, I think I'm so fun on LinkedIn. Um, that's my less fun. Um, and and I think you're going to have the links in the show notes, but Heather C. Ingram with the, after the I N slash whatever. So awesome. uh, yeah, reach out. I, I prefer if people actually send me a little note and sort of say, Hey, I, yeah, I be sure, sure to
0: let Heather know you heard her on the boost podcast. And yes. then that way she'll, she'll be super fun and excited to hear. From
1: you. <laughs> oh, Don't ever sell me. Not fun at all. Not nerd, total nerd. But if you like nerdiness, then yes, yes, I am fun. <laughs>
0: Good stuff. Well, Heather, this was, uh, so much fun. Thank you so much for your time.
1: I'm high-fiving you <laughs>
0: remotely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Thank you.